to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. We are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Is this episode 80 now? It is! It is 80. Right, let's do the time old. I cannot believe we've got to episode 80. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Fucking hell, episode 80. 80. God, who are we? Committed. And it's probably one of the least planned episodes we've ever done. Because, obviously you weren't on the podcast that we recorded... Sunday. Yeah. That I wasn't. Right. I mean, I that was, was pretty early prepared as well. Too. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're I, getting cocky. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's my midweek, and I've been looking all day for something to do." So I sat. So I went to the to the drawing board and was like, "Right, serial killers. That's always a good one to talk about." And I thought, "What's a what's a serial killer case that I actually that, that interests me?" And I thought, "Oh, the Zodiac killer. I like that, yeah, that, that case." And then I did. I was I, I was into about twenty minutes into it, like taking some notes and stuff. And then I, then I found myself drifting off. Because I was thinking, because for those who don't know about the Zodiac killings, it was a killer in, I can't remember where it was, it's in America. And he... It's all one place anyway, it's funny Yeah, yeah, it was in America somewhere. And he he made, he he, he killed people and then he'd send letters or like notes to news outlets basically explaining what he'd done, only details that a killer would know. And then he'd say to the news outlet, you either make this, your front page news, this, this monologue or whatever it is and or I'm going to kill more people. And he kept going on and killing more and more people and like bragging about it to the, to the police and, and stuff like that. And he got me thinking, like, why, why did he do it? Like, what, what had driven it? So I was there, like, listening to documentaries about him and that, and I was like, like fuck this. We're, this episode's going to be about serial killers. We're going to try and delve into the mind of a serial killer. So the first question is, why do you think... And I know this is such an umbrella term, but what... But, Killing can be done for many different reasons, but what do you think it takes to make that snap and be like, I'm killing someone? And with serial, serial killers, I'd say, are premeditated, so we're talking premeditated killings here. Although some of them can be started by a one-off. I just think, I think it's a balance of chemical imbalance. And really? You think there has to be something there? A screw loose? I think there's a, there's a right amount of chemical imbalance and opportunity and a, a like a... a trauma but what child i think it's got to have really some sort you, of you think there's got to be stupid. there's got to be a combination so you're you're quite in the mindset of what we've spoken about this before where humans like we can't fathom that there's just some stuff that we don't understand it's so like humans have got this really selfish naive um oh it's like instinct as to well there has to be a reason but what if yeah. it just isn't what if someone just thinks i like i'm, I'm gonna kill people so it's like even so even though you never get a regular childhood. You never, you very rarely get a regular childhood with a serial killer. It's a very, very rare thing. And I just feel like it, even if it's not an abusive childhood, because I'm not saying that anybody who's abused has the right to become a serial killer because there are millions and millions of people in the world who have gone through trauma and gone through abuse cases and they've turned out to be perfectly civilised, wonderful, normal, like normal people. But then you've got the person who you know, who has had an abuse case. And there are, you know, serial killers have, like, notoriously have bad family lives. But it can work the opposite way as well because you can get, like, a fearless complex and a narcissist complex, which is the idea that you feel that you're untouchable. 
like because you've been spoiled as a child American, because American you've been psycho have you yeah. seen that? that that film just lives off the premise of I've got everything yeah. I want like so this. I'm bored and I can do what I want and it's the idea that if, if you have like this god complex about you then you feel invincible and untouchable and I just feel like that's it, it's got to be something to do with that you do not just wake up one day and snap but do you nah why I just so obviously I don't think like your average Joe who's got a normal nine to five will just one day be like oh, I'm gonna kill someone today or I'm gonna become a serial killer. There has to be something there to make you snap like a build up and stuff like you've seen Joker. Yeah, that's what I was, like, that's what I was Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Like that was my prime example. Like he was just kicked and kicked and kicked until he snapped. And I just feel like it takes a lot of that. People's tolerability is another matter entirely. So what what one person might be able to survive through like we you know we've done pretty well with mum being ill and stuff like that and you know we've we've somehow managed to turn out into like well-rounded people despite having trauma in our lives yeah but that might not be the necessarily the same thing for somebody else who who couldn't cope with that yeah, it depends on your mentality uh, there was a oh, i can't remember what it was there was a set there was a quote that i saw um it, it was a while ago and there was a little image with it and it was about it was about something about being shot of an hour and saying just because one person's like handled it different, like the, yeah, like handled it better than someone else, it don't mean it doesn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was about, but it, it so it's pretty. It's like a, no, it's like a tattoo. People have different yeah. pain tolerance, just like they have different mental tolerance. Yeah, and for some people, stepping is a lot easier than uh, for other people who take a lot longer to snap. What what comes to your mind when you hear the word serial killer? Like what what do you think about? Um, Whether it be a person or an action or a film, I think when I think of serial killer, the the as soon as somebody says the word serial killer, my automatic instinct goes to Ted Bundy. Yeah. But that's because he's one of the most prolific serial killers in history, and he's just the biggest piece of shit ever known to man. But like, yeah, it's like it's your John Wayne Gacy. I mean, the Moore's murders, the um, Moira Hindley and Ian Brady. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. The they've been every. They've they've been serial killers <laughs> since the beginning of time. It's it's a hard one because serial killers are. Oh, it sounds awful, but they're entertaining. Like they entertain your the mind. The story, yeah. Yeah, the, the the thought of them doing what. And is that because it's something that you can't fathom in your own brain, thinking I could never do that. So that's why it's so interesting. That that that's why, like you know, when we see, um, I don't know, we we read stories out, or we the episodes where we've done true crime is. To, to some people that might they might think that's sick like why why are you even glorifying it by speaking about it but it's interesting because I, I I don't well I know I could never do that to someone so it's it's again it's humans being like I need to understand why it happened if I if I had not been a teacher I'd have really liked going to school I, was going to say if I, had been I would have been a, a serial killer. killer that was a backup follow-up <laughs> <laughs> fails I'll just kill well, people apparently they gave me the job so I just you know I just carry on with it but no I think I'd have really liked to go into criminology because I just love the study of the mind and I the, the study of what it takes for somebody to to snap and I just think it's so interesting and I like I like trying to work it out like I think it's I'm not at the call of armchair detectives yeah, and I, I quite like it. But I and I'm nowhere near that level. Like I will not go and I won't listen to a podcast to try and solve the case. I want it to be solved for me, but I like learning about the person. That's why that did I, that's it. why I like BuzzFeed Unsolved a lot, because it's the cases aren't solved yet, but they give you like the theories of all people. Yeah. And you can kind of sit there and be like, hmm. Like, yeah, you question yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, you, you listen to what they're saying and you do, because they always give you, but it's such a good channel if you're into that type of stuff. They do a supernatural one as well, which, which is, also is also very, hilarious. very good. Hey, demons, it's your boy. <laughs> so they give you like three 
they'll, they'll read out an unsolved case that happened X, Y, Z years ago, and then they'll but they'll give you all the theories of who the, and sometimes like they'll be reading you a theory and they'll be like and you think oh my god it's definitely them. And then you let the next person, you'll think, fucking hell, it's got to be them. Yeah. And then the next person again. And then it's, it's like, the person that you yeah, don't think yeah, is, and you're like, so what many the people fuck? can look so suspicious. Um, so yeah, go watch that channel if you don't. If you haven't, if you haven't watched it before. There's just, there's just something interesting about a person who, who snaps. Can, I'm pretty do, sure do, I've do, just do, quoted Scream do, there without realizing I've quoted Scream. Do you think that this so it is killing? For, for example, again, to quote a film, which I know is make-believe, but it happens, like, for some serial killer's motives are to try and put a point across, and you know, um, thingy out of three, Mickey, Ricky? No. What's a killer out of Scream 3? Oh, Roman. No. Oh, Scream 2, what the fuck am I about? Mickey. Mickey, yeah. It's about um, violence in cinema, cinema and stuff like that, so they have a motive, like, do you think there's... There's any not justification, but is the method behind the madness? Yes. I think the scariest serial killers are the ones who you can't work out, like the yeah. ones who have no explanation the, of what the motives. Done. Motives are like and things like putting a point across. Whilst I, it's completely awful and it should never be done. I there is method behind the madness because you know, you look, I'm, and I'm gonna I'm bringing in like the concept of Black Lives Matter. So, pe- people of color have been prejudiced against and the people of have been murdered for years and years and nobody cares yeah. so but you think of is it gabby gabby somebody that has, whose body's just been turned up I don't know. so a famous tiktoker who was looking at starting making a blog she went missing earlier this week and like a boyfriend was looking really sus and, sus and stuff like that and we still don't know what really has happened but she within like 24 hours she was all over the news like she was everywhere yeah. and a body's been found and she has died like she's and they're looking at i think they're looking at was it a british, british no she was american uh. i believe but it's it's very recent but there's there's like people of color and people of different ethnicities go missing all all the time and nobody nobody cares mm. enough to bring it up if that if that gabby had been black she wouldn't have been on the news yeah. but my point is it takes a stand like black lives matter to make the world listen. And that's not, even though the whole concept of Black Lives Matter should never go away because it, it it's a constant stand and something people should be constantly fighting for, it's quite endowing. But say, say if there's a bit, so the, the, my point to, to try and like summarize, well, get, make it black and white is if, well. That, <laughs> You're part of the point. Yeah. <laughs> so say, um, say a black person uh, becomes a vigilante and he, he targets, like you said, like it's gone quite about Black Lives Matter and everything, it all just seems to get forgotten about quickly. Say if he was like, fuck this, like, and he finds like well-known uh, racists, um, quite prominent ones, ones that are vocal about it, and he starts killing them off one by one. Does So he's a serial killer. That is what he's becoming, yeah. as a serial killer. Is it, it obviously it's, the, po- the, the thing is with killing, it's you don't have the right to take someone else's life away. Like, no one has that no. right. So that's where the problem occurs. But is what he's doing understandable, justifiable? Like, where do you draw the line to be like, oh, it's for a good cause? It's hard in terms of racial matters because I don't want to put my wife right, gender for, for, on For it. example, because I, 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 I thought of an example earlier. It's not really serial killing, but it is still... No, it, was, it was a fucking horrendous accident. Well, not accident, a, a, an act of terror. And the guy who did it got what he, well, 
you can argue what you got what you deserved. I don't think there's any punish punishable like acts that can replicate uh, what you yeah did. That, that that can make it even so, for like a better phrase. But when the Vegas shootings happened, do, do, well, the Vegas shootings, remember, he was on his balcony with machine guns and yeah, assault rifles, and he was laying, he was just shooting all these people. I think it was, it was some type of festival or something. It was, yeah. Um, and they say, now this this is, I'm tiptoeing on conspiracy here because I don't think it's ever been confirmed, but it has been strongly rumoured that apparently in the hotel room there was a note left and no one ever, um, that note was never shown to the yeah. public. And people say that note was his, like... It, it justified... It, it, it was about how easy it is to get access to these types of guns. And so it was making a point that this it, is what it was. Happen. It was, like, and th- th- this is where the argument comes in, where you could say, like, he has no right to do that, but what at what point do you have to get to, bef- like, you've got to make, a, 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 you've got to send a message. Now, he's done it in the wrong way, in my eyes, mm. but I get what he was doing, he was... From not to sixty, as you would say, it, it was none of this. Oh, I can stand outside this building with a sign, or I can show them the carnage yeah. of what they're allowing to happen. People, if you, if you shoot loud enough, people will listen. Exactly, and he did. He, it's, I, it's one of them things. I'd love to know what that note said, and I'd love to know what his reasoning behind doing it was, because they never said that it was. That was the reason why they did. That's just what people speculated. It was because shootings are obviously a lot more prominent nowadays, but. Yeah. If you, if you go back about the past five years, you was hearing about it every week. There was different schools, cinemas, like yeah, there was all, a really influx all of these places terror, in America, yeah. yeah, where these these kids were just getting access to guns and, and shooting and unloading on innocent people. So it, was it taking a stand against that? And if that is the case, don't I do not sympathise this man, and I think he did the wrong thing. Mm. Just to put that on the record, like I don't, but I can see why you'd think. In that, the, but the, I could yeah. see why I took it to the extreme level, but he just did it in the complete wrong way. Like, but then I think people. you have to be, you have to have some sort of chemical imbalance in your system to be able I, to have I'd, to think I'd, that I'd that's agree the with extreme. you on, on that one because that is like there's a difference between like you're desperate to make a point and then taking innocent people with you. That that that's what peaceful protests are for. Is yeah. to have your voice. But then how heard. how. How is your voice heard in a peaceful protest? This is what I'm saying that, that if he did, like he could have, I don't know, r- written a status about and, and it, it, with statistics and stats about how gun laws should be banned, but no one will listen. But he might have thought in his end, right? I know how to make a fucking listen. Yeah. I'll I'll show him what what what, what, they can do. what they're allowing to be able to happen. It's yeah, it's a it's a real broad subject. I just think, I, I just think that people yeah people need to. If people listen more to the quieter things and people stop being so self-involved and self-focused in their own lives, then people would listen more and then things would get done. But it brings us back to the platform. It's the constant like reminder of it only it takes more than one person to make a difference, but it only takes one person to break the chain to ruin it all. Yeah. And and the problem is we're in we're in a society full of selfish individuals. So do you do you think like he looked at himself in the mirror and thought I'm gonna be the difference like I'm gonna yeah and he just did it and he was so you're saying he had the right he had the right passion to make a change but because because of the chemical imbalance in his mind he didn't realize how fucking yeah. backwards what he was doing was doing yeah that's fair enough and I just and it's also to do with how you brought up I mean. We talked about this in life a few weeks ago. Life, it's like a, it's a subject at school that I uh, I do, but it's uh, we were looking at terrorism, and we were we were discussing it because we were thinking, you know, 
a, lo- a lot of people have the predetermined like answer of well yeah but they're all they're all wear the turbans they're all muslim they're all this they're all that and it but it it's such an un, it's such an unprecedented view because we we started terrorism christians started terrorism like we you know we we we've created terror as well yeah, and the, pe- the, one minute one minute because i've yeah, got a well, point with it so it's the idea that um these people want to make a difference and these people like these kids so all suicide bombers and all and all terrorists were children but children were raised with those fundamental beliefs that what they were doing was an act of god and it was the right thing to yeah. do so we need to start a fundamental change but everybody needs to start that change that no, this is wrong, like we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But the problem is there are always going to be groups of people, extremists from every religion, every race, every ethnicity well, that a, where, destroy this. Where was it? Where I'm not I'm not gonna say it was Christian because I'm not sure, but there, the, a guy live streamed and going into a mosque, I think it was, and shooting people with a with a yeah. I think it was a shotgun. It was and like, there was a video of it. Modern, you're right, modern day uh, kids, they associate terrorism with a certain race or a certain country or a certain extremist group, whereas terrorism is an act of terror. That, yeah. like, it can happen. It's not, it's it, not it can defined be done, to a yeah, religion. It can be done to anyone by anyone. Like, it's not. And I, I get what you're saying. And these murderers, these serial killers, because, you know, the people who've committed the who commit these things are serial killers because they murder a big bunch of people whether it's at once or whether it's through different events like they still do it but they believe what they're doing is right they go to sleep at night thinking that it's right because they've been brainwashed by previous generations and it is we and look at the purge if we were told serial killing was okay for one night only if you can kill everybody you piss off but then keep it bottled in for the rest of the year and we're told that's okay we might not think it's okay. There'll be lots of protests, lots of riots, but then as we filter down the generations and the kids, and you'll get a set of parents who tell their kids that the purge is okay, but then there'll be two or three, and then there'll be twins, so there'll be two sets of kids Mentally who tell it them it's out, okay, yeah, and it'll be okay. Out. So it's the idea of how, how much a society screwed us over that this is what goes on. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I'm, I'm not massively into conspiracy theories. That's sort of your forte. I, I don't really pay much attention to them. But I think there are cases where police have let things go so that people can kill on, keep on killing because they're after somebody that... They could be killing a certain sort of person who they Do don't really care about. Yeah, like definitely. And, sh- and yeah, prostitutes and definitely. stuff like that. They're, so you're saying the police might look at them as they're cleaning up the streets. Yes. Yeah. So, Stone Cold. I mean, I've talked about this before. It's a book. And I thought you meant the wrestler. I was going to say, what the fuck's he <laughs> When he smashed the can over his head repeatedly. <laughs> that's a sound. <laughs> he lost those brain cells and that's what flipped him. No, Stone Cold is a book by Robert Swindles and it's about, um, it's told in two stories and it's about a teenage boy who's homeless called Link and it's about, and then you get the other side of it and it's about a previous army veteran who was let go called Shelter. And Shelter is killing homeless people but he sees it, you see it through his diary entries, and he sees it as cleaning up the streets. And it's the concept that the army taught him that killing was okay. So, yeah. he, and, and he genuinely believes that it's like, oh yeah, there's gonna be some do-gooders that think that what I'm doing is wrong, but they'll see, they'll, you know, they'll, I'm yeah. doing them a favor. And it, you know, the police really let it slide what he's doing, and they don't care because he's homeless. Yeah. And you know, all these people are getting rid of, and I, I do, I think to a certain extent, there's a higher power that covers things up, that allows people, you know, Jack, I believe Jack the Ripper could have been caught. 
but yeah. he was killing prostitutes. Yeah. So, and it, you know, it, it didn't really matter. In a way, he's, he's, if the police turn a blind eye, it's creating less work for them because exactly. there's prostitutes that they have to keep on top of. And I just think that, the pun. yeah, and I, <laughs> two, in, two in one podcast. But no, it's, I just feel, I, I feel there's a lot to answer for and I feel, I feel a lot's been covered up. But in terms of serial killers, I think there's, I, I think there's way more serial killers than we get away with. You think about how many people have been the, killed. I think it's like America where, oh, is that, is that sex offenders? There's like a map, or is it serial killers? Like, you, you can like, you can go on a map of your area. I don't think you can do it in the UK and it'll show you like You can, you can in sex offenders in the UK. Sex offenders in the yeah. UK. They the say, the say you've, there was an average stuff, I heard it on the Jackmate podcast and it was something like you walk past two serial killers in your lifetime yeah. on average. That is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it's just a crazy thing to think about, and do you, do you think you can, do you think you can, uh, like rehabilitate a serial killer before he's caught? Do you, or do you think once they've started, they cannot stop? I don't think they can stop because they get, they get, they get complacent. I, get... I I I'd imagine like if if you are a serial killer, killing someone is the biggest. It's like a drug. It's like yeah. your heroin. It's this is the thing. So it, this is what I was literally just about to say. So. You, you've got to liken it to the concept of addiction. So if you start with, for instance, um, if your friend offers you some weed over the weekend and then you start liking that weed and then you have a bit more and you have a bit more, but then weed's not enough and so you've got to go on to yeah. something else. And you've got to go on to something else. How do you come down from killing somebody and having that rush? That's what they say, like quite a few serial killers start off killing animals, don't yeah. they? Because I can't remember, I was reading... Jeffrey Dahmer was one of them. Someone said... Um, Oh, it was a killer. I think I can't remember who it was. I was when I was doing a bit of research for Zodiac Killer, and so one of them said like in an interview, like I love hunting, and the most dangerous animal of all is a human. Mm. Like so, it's it's like it's it's like the biggest test. Like, can I take another human's life? Yeah, I mean, there's there's points where seri- a lot of serial killers they go over the span of years because they take breaks, mm. and it's the concept they always come back because they cannot find anything that matches the rush of killing another and ending another person's life. It's the ultimate control. There was a film I watched on Dead Meat. The, uh, well, I say watched. I watched the Kill Count. What was it? You'd, you'd you'd like it. It's about a guy who becomes a killer, but it's following him. It's like a documentary style film about him. It's obviously creep. No, 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 that is a fucking banging it film. Is a, we should do that at some point on the podcast. Um, no, it's quite it's quite a recent film. Uh, one sec. Right, it's called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Um, and it's a, it's like, a, so it's a, it, the, there's a camera crew following a journalist who's following a serial killer who's about to make his name. And it's, it's actually quite a fun film because it shows you them setting up the traps mm. and he goes and speaks to previous, I think it's got um, Robert England in it. Oh, Robert okay. Robert England's in it, yeah. He apparently, it's quite a low-budget script film, in it, but it is a good film. And he, he apparently really appreciated what they were doing for the horror genre and said he'd do it. Like, it was more of a favour than it. Like, yeah. he, he won't pay multi-millions. It was like, uh, he appreciated what they was doing. And essentially, they followed a serial killer and he's going and speaking to former ones with his wife and they're laughing and joking about killing people. Mm. And it, it it was weird to watch because it, it made me think, like, that, like this to be a serial killer, can you... I, I think there's... The difference between being a serial killer and being a killer is when you walk when you walk home, do you think about it? Or when you walk through your front door, do you think, "Oh my god, I've just taken life," or do you just think, "Oh, feet up, like what's yeah. on Netflix kind of thing?" Like you've got you've got to kind of disengage from your conscience, haven't you? You've talked about the concept of rehabilitating a serial killer before they're caught. 
I don't think you can rehabilitate a serial killer after the court. I think if you are a serial killer, you are a serial killer. There's no redemption. For uh, that. Yeah, you are, you will always be labelled as a serial killer. But I mean, do you think you can take away the thirst for wanting to kill? No. It makes it sound like the fucking vampires, but that like you you're a serial. You should never. The only reason you're a serial killer is because you like killing. You you can be a murderer, but that doesn't mean you like killing. It just means you. You, you kill you, people. Yeah, you could you could go and do an armed robbery and things get mixed up and then you take a shot and kill someone. Like, or, or you could punch someone and head at the curb and I won't really class someone as a murderer then. It's more manslaughter, yeah. But, you, you know, things go wrong and people become murderers when the panicking situations, young kids with knives and, and like, mm. how many times do you see now that a young kid's been stabbed or a young kid has stabbed someone? Yeah. And you, that you are now a murderer. But a, ki- a serial killer, you know, they're not doing it for the fact of they need to... They don't. It's not personal to them. They just want to kill. Yeah. That's and that's. They a scary take a thought. pleasure in it. They, yeah. It's, that, a, it's, it's a sport to them. That's a, that's a scary bit. Yeah. So, uh, to make it a, bit, a little less uh, heavy hitting and a bit more lighthearted, <laughs> what would you? Uh, so I'm gonna give you a scenario. Okay. You, you um, I don't know. You someone comes into your house and you you think it's. You think it's a murderer or a robber or whatever, and you end up killing him. You stab them, and it turns out to be. Someone you know, one of your friends who just popped round and you left the front door open. What do you do with the body? Like, bear, like with at this point, you've decided right. I'm not off to prison. I'm not doing all this. Like, I'm just gonna leave, like hide the body, get rid of it. What, what if I had to hide the body? What would I do? And don't say the one you said to me a while ago when you said you'd dig it up on a roundabout on a fucking. That's a fucking away. solid plan. Right, let go on then. Get it out, and we'll ask ask the viewers. No, please please interact with this post. No, and, because you just Charles idea for. For um, this wasn't my idea actually. This was this was uh, Heather's idea from work. To, this was what we were talking about. To you go know, on, to go teaching. on to go on the like the big roundabouts on the motorway that have grass in the middle in a high vis in the middle of the night, so it looks like you're a construction or you're working at God knows what time. Dig up, <laughs> dig up the fucking ground. Yeah. Bury your body and then dig it back up. It's and then a just, fucking solid option. Where are you gonna park your car? Well, on the sign on hard shoulder. If yeah, it's late they, at night, you can just... Yeah, but it's not a hard shoulder, there's no roundabout, is it? They can, they kind of go away as they get close to the roundabout. So you're going to park your car Well, no, about. you can get... No, you can get... Like, I'd hire a van that looked like a council van. Right, traffic management. So yeah. Traffic management. And then I'd just drive on to the motorway, onto the roundabout. But we're talking... So that that was... But I want to ask you again now, like, the body's, the body's in your hallway. Like, how are you going to get rid of that body? I think I'd recruit someone. Who the fuck are you going to recruit to hide a body? Would you help me? Put it on Reddit. Yeah, but somebody answered. Nah, I want I want to help you. I'd, I'd I'd help you do the right thing. I want to help you dispose of the body. Squirrel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted. <laughs> Have you ever watched up? No. You know where he's talking and he's like squirrel. <laughs> that was me just then. I've I've literally got before we get distracted. I I've got the equivalent of Snow White's forest in my back garden, and I just see all sorts of wildlife it's running very around. Very green, isn't it? There's a lot. Of, yeah. A lot of, um, Trees and, trees and stuff, and stuff and like that. Yeah, so I'm just. Do you put like stuff out for it? What's it eating? I don't know. I don't put stuff out for it. God knows what it's eating. Right, anyway, back anyway, to it. Anyway, so. <laughs> so what, what would I do with the body? Okay, right, let me think about this. Right, I've got my own house now. I just don't think I could. You haven't got a chest freezer, have you? No. So you've got to act quick because it'll start decomposing. I'm thinking. Problem is, I'm no good with like intestines and shit. Not that I would know that I'm no good <laughs> with intestines, but I just I can feel like I wouldn't be very good at intestines. I'd sell it to a cannibal. Nah, I'm not having that. Why? Because how are you gonna find a cannibal? Reddit. Reddit cannibals. Well, there, there might you, be one. There is a cannibal. But then, 
Oh, all right, so you're this cannibal. I'm, I'm I presume would right. Okay, I'd buy a chest freezer. For valid point. Valid point, and I'd stick it in the garage because nobody goes in that garage. So I put it in the garage and I put the body in the freezer. That's my starting point. Right. I probably have to until chop you it get to situated. Off, so that's where it's going to stay. Until yeah, that's where it's staying until I've sorted out what I'm going to do. After I've done that, I could probably chop up the body if it was frozen. Because then it'd just look like beef. Yeah. So I could probably deal with that. I don't think you've got it in you to chop up a body, though. Yeah, but I ain't got it in me to decide that I'm not off to prison. I'd go straight to the police and say that I killed someone by accident. I know, but we're saying you've... you've yeah, you've but I'd do it. If, yeah, but if, I, if, if I'm out of my own character so, right oh, now, so, so you're, you've already said I've come this far, I'm going to have to chop up the body. Yeah. Right, so if okay. I knew I have to get rid of that body, that's what I'd do. So I'd chop up the body. After I chopped up the body, I'd probably store it back in the freezer for a bit longer. Because it'll probably have started to thaw out by then. You won't want to defrost it. You won't want to get salmonella. You'll get from a bit of bacteria. The body. After I've defrosted it, how how small could I chop up those body parts? Obviously not tiny, tiny pieces, but I'd probably get a mincer. I'd probably get oh a mincer God, from this sounds like a lot of Amazon. Sort. Yeah, but if I'm not going to want to get caught, I'm going to have to... <laughs> so your two recent purchases. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> If you did, if you did, say, some, say, 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 say someone says, like the neighbour says, sees a missing thing on the TV, and he's like, oh, I saw him going to the neighbour's house, and the comments like, right, yeah, like you're, you're being detained, like, let's go check your Amazon basket, chest freezer, meat grind. <laughs> you're like, yeah, lock her up. <laughs> Throw away the key. I just wanted to make my own spaghetti mince. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, okay, but I'll buy a mincer from Amazon, I'd get rid of the body, it would take me a while, and I'd have to chop it up, and it would, but, You've not given me an estimated time frame. So now I have got a shitload of mince yep. in my freezer. I'd probably get a fire pit and then thaw the meat out individually, cook it. So and you then can, just so you can have a barbecue with a human body yeah. in the garden. But they wouldn't know, but it's minced, so it wouldn't nobody would know. So I'd mince it, I'd I'd have a barbecue the on smell, it. Smell though. Human flesh stinks, doesn't it? I don't know. If you freeze it enough and then reheat and stuff, like, would that change it? I don't know. I don't. I think it wouldn't smell. You'd have to get rid of the guts, though, wouldn't you? That'd be the bit that smells smells bad, like. Yeah, that like I would that. have to get rid of. But if if you freeze it and get rid of it in time, it shouldn't be such a problem. So, how I get rid of the guts? How would I get rid of the guts? Angus and Bibbs. Yeah. <laughs> You feed it to the cats. Yeah, I feed it to the cats. Right, okay, wow. so I fed the guts to the cats and I've now barbecued the human flesh. And I'd just probably, like, bin it. Because then who knows the difference between... Once, I do it, it, once, in... it, once it gets to landfill, you're kind of laughing at it because it's going to be hard to and trace. I do it in, but I'd do it in portions as well. So it wouldn't, look, it wouldn't be like I was, like, dumping a vat of mince in the fucking yeah. bin. Like, I'd probably, like, take a piece out every day, thaw it, and then just bin it. Yeah. So nobody would know. And then that's it. That's how I get rid of the body. I mean, it would be a very long time consuming effort. But See, I'm lucky because I the, the industry that I work at... You could just drop it in the fucking lava. Yeah, there's, there's a magnitude of ways I could either hide or... I, I could... So there's a thing called coke ovens that drop in coal at the top. Then it heats it to within... Like, it heats it a fucking lot. And then obviously becomes coke. Yeah, it makes it easy. It's easy I, for you. And literally, some people when I worked there would bring in like loads of paper waste or cardboard waste and just drop it into the top of the oven because they knew it disintegrated before. It's like a landfill for them. 
Um, but I don't know if it get hot enough to remove all fucking evidence. Or like can like the teeth survive insane heat? I could. I live next door to a cemetery. Well, I work next door to a cemetery. Yeah. Could just get an open grave. Yeah. And then dump it in. I, th- I think you'd have that a chance of getting away with it. It's a lot better than the fucking M- M- M18. It's probably better than like that. the. It's probably better than the mincemeat that I'm making of it as well. So maybe that's probably the best way to go. Just dump it in an open grave. Nobody is suspected teacher from the next from the school next door. Yeah. You you'd be you'd be very much out of the public eye because you've got no previous. That yeah. Like no, a lot of serial well not serial killers but a lot of crimes are caught by previous out there. Mm. They'll, they'll look at previous crimes like and then they'll just go and in. And I haven't even people. had a parking ticket. So, mm. you know, I'm clean as a whistle. So, you know, unless they've watched this part, listen to this podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, a body turned up in an empty grave, like, tomorrow? I'd be fucked. Someone drops it off at your front door and then I'm just saying, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You've done it. Put your money where your mouth is. £50 Amazon voucher for a chest piece in a fucking big Off you go. Put your money where your mouth is. And yes, I wore gloves. There's no fingerprints on this. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's it. How would you do it? Just so, so work. Take, to, I take way. it into work and just find the hottest place I could, and hopefully it just disintegrate. That I've, and the thing, what when when I'm at work, I can get you, you can get pretty much anywhere with the right overalls on. Like you cannot be raising suspicion. So. See, the the best place to be will be like it'd be like Tiger King, like a zoo in country not with animals. It. But yeah, you could just feed them. Yeah. Just feed it, feed it to the tigers. Hopefully, whenever I have to fucking put it into practice. Or you could, if you killed the tiger, like if you killed the tiger enough, not, not, didn't, you didn't kill the tiger. If you killed the human and then like dumped it in the tiger van, like, and the, the tiger was like chewed it up and stuff like that, they'd never be able to tell how it died. They'd just yeah. assume that they'd climbed into the enclosure and managed to find a way in. Yeah, it would be a good way out. Actually, I'd probably take it to a zoo. You'd be catacombing your body around the zoo. I'd hire you? a helicopter. And you, and you, oh, see, now we're getting too far. You, you, you're not hiring a helicopter. I was joking. You couldn't get away with taking it to a zoo. I'm thinking about it now. You'd have to work there. You'd have to get an apprenticeship there. Yeah. Oh, or, like, do volunteer for a day and still yeah. set keys. Yeah. But then again, you just incriminate yourself more and more. Right? I think the chest freezer was a better idea. Right. The first thing you would do is freeze it until you figure out what to do with it. So yeah. So smell her out. But, like, like I said, hopefully that doesn't uh, that don't come into practice. Yeah. So, there, there we go. That was our little serial killer endeavour. Jesus. Just I feel like that says a lot about night. me. <laughs> Uh, what is it next week shark night yeah and just to clarify before we end today if I did accidentally kill my friend then I would definitely own up to it there is no way I could sleep yeah I, 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 the, the guilt of just I honestly I get guilty over the smallest thing I don't think I could ever kill someone maliciously so it would always be an accident so I'd just be like I've just got to own up to like, it I've had bibs running around my room at 3 o'clock in the morning and I've shut her out in a temper and then I just hear her meowing at the door and I feel so bad that I open it and let her back in <laughs> I thought going to say you fucking got a knife that you just told her to her throat bitch so Monday shark night looking forward to that one every time Shit night again. Shite night again. <laughs> no, I thought you said shat night. Like, <laughs> shat. I was like, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> but yeah, shark night. I haven't watched that in I bear time. I haven't watched that in fucking ages. Bear time, look at you. <laughs> oh, you cringed at that when you said it, didn't you? I saw it. <laughs> and that's on record. I'm so glad that is on record. I'm down with a kid. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to explain what painting meant today. Painting. I even like, painting. I haven't said that in years. And again, I'm not 14 anymore. Same. Anyway, <laughs> so hope you enjoyed. Tune in Monday for Shark Night. Shark Night. Thanks for listening. Bye.